0: And again, I want to emphasize, I wrote these notes while I was reading. So at this point, I wrote down, I can only hope that now when she gives oral sex, it will taste like candy corn. And then the next, the next bullet point I wrote, oh, no. I wrote the previous sentence before I read any further, which then answered my question.
1: Wow. Awesome.
0: came dressed up today, ladies and gentlemen and friends, uh, that I came dressed up in orange and
1: Hope, would you like to tell the crew what yeah, you're wearing? Yeah, I'm, I'm a skeleton drinking coffee. I, well, and by that I mean in life I'm actually a skeleton drinking coffee and also on my sweatshirt is a skeleton drinking coffee. So just know that from here on out we will be dressing according to theme. Welcome to
0: Say Smud, a literary podcast for readers and non-readers and pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns
1: alike um, that is Hope and she loves to talk so much and that is Sarah and she loves to read it's so true and each you know, episode she's going to break down these crazy plots to me who haven't read the books and you'll never believe it but this week I haven't read the book either I will say we just reversed how we do the intro
0: and did. I, I did not like it I know I instigated it I don't like it let's never do that again
1: no we put down an UNO card we weren't ready to deal with
0: Yeah. well look Uh, We want to say thank you for being patient um, because it's been a weird time of like getting back into the podcast after our hiatus and then
1: getting sick. All of us, everybody involved. Am I a skateboarding dog? Because I'm feeling pretty sick. (laughs) And by that, I mean, I have a bad cold no we all
0: are sick i am literally going on uh my second week or like i guess two weeks of being sick and they just put me on like another round of steroids to like help me get through this time um yeah so um anyway so please be patient with us as we are trying to figure this out how to do this with full-time jobs and um illnesses Mm -hmm. so here's what i'm gonna say about this episode it is going to be fast and hard and Ooh. I know that we had some ridiculous smut that we've introduced into the podcast after the hiatus. And this is going to be no different, except for when we did The Door, the unhinged book.
1: As you it, began talking, it became acutely, I became acutely aware of The Door directly behind me. Look, it's haunting us. It's going to be there. Uh, it's got the right handle. And I'm very upset.
0: Anyway. <laughs> um so the one we had on unhinged was very not saying that like sex with a door isn't already taboo but like it wasn't extremely smutty as it it had a solid p- plot for being like 70 pages true that's true this a lot one, happened this one has no plot and has a lot of sex who so- needs it I'm assuming that if you have been listening to us by this point, you are fully aware and conscious of the sexual elements we discuss. However, this is going to be pure sex. So just be ready for that. I want everyone to be prepared. Um, And we're going to have some fun. I want to get into content warnings really quick. Uh, So there's going to be sexual content. And Mm -hmm. they, they said one of the trigger warnings was body horror, which after reading it, I don't think it I don't think it's body horror in the way that you think it is. Interesting. It's just a monster, right? It's not like, I'm going to describe a body that is not human. And then there's like a slight element of stalking, which if you hear the element of stalking, it is kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's also internal body shaming. So it's not somebody body shaming the other person. It's them feeling bad about their own body. And then we do have um, some pregnancy also involved. So
1: trigger warning praise.
0: <sighs> trigger warning um so storygraph this has a 3.24 goodreads this has a 3.49 sarah did not put it on her goodreads because i learned my lesson putting unhinged on my goodreads and having a lot of questions from my 300 friends and family who follow me on goodreads so if you listen to the podcast you'll know i read this book if you didn't you'll never know i read this book um so but what I'm saying is the real ones will know. The real ones will know. Um, Layla Faye is the author of the book today. It's called Jack. Um, mm-hmm. So Layla Faye focuses on steamy monster romances. She tends to lean towards like the dark erotic elements and her books are not for the faint of heart. That's a warning in her own bio. Yes. So if you have a faint heart, you don't have to listen to this episode of the podcast. I will say we have kind of internally agreed that we will not do really dark romances. I have read dark romances that take some of these taboo elements to the extreme. We have agreed not to do that. I am giving an exception for this one because it is so fucking ridiculous. I like. You're like, okay, is that could this be dark? Yes. But it's 50 pages of absolute nonsense. And so then you start giggling because you're like, I cannot even fathom picturing this moment. So with that said, do you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, or suggestions before we get started? I mean, I'm only full of questions because I don't know anything about the book. So I say let's get started. I'm going to be honest. You will have so many more questions as we go along. Because guess what? When you think it's when you think that it's the wildest it has gotten – it goes wilder it's crazy for
1: 50 pages
0: yes for 50 pages yes and if you saw the font size it was very large so I'm Mm. sitting there being like okay so this isn't just like a casual 50 pages this is like a could have been 30 maybe 25
1: if we got the font size correct. a great book for those of us who can't see what it's a great book for people who can't see I have a terrible vision
0: gotta get big fonts I think this cost me a whopping two ninety nine on Amazon uh, or Kindle. Um, this is also one that is on K- Kindle Scribed, which no one fact check me because I'm probably going to say this wrong. But like, essentially, anybody can upload anything to Kindle, right? Like, as long as it's sure. y- like, you can essentially write whatever you want and put it on Kindle and make money off of it. And this is essentially that. Okay.
1: Sweet, sweet, Susie. All right,
0: all right. So we open on Susie, who's our mm-hmm. main character. She reads cards for her clients um, and their love life. So, like, what what are they called? Tarot cards?
1: Yes. Um, Yes, yes, yes.
0: And so, of course, her personal cards, whenever she pulls cards for herself, they are never as cheery as everybody else. Everybody else has, like, a happily ever after. You're going to meet the love of your life. Her cards always show the devil. Oh, man. So like shucks, you know, uh, why do I not have good luck? Um, but it is Halloween and she is living in this house that she's lived in for a few years now. And it's it's not like super run down, but it's not like the most warm and welcoming. So she only gets about three trick-or-treaters a year, but she gets a big bowl of candy and is hopeful and a.k.a. me. I want you guys to know I sat on out on my porch last year um, for Two hours during Beggar's Night and which Beggars Night's a Midwest thing if you don't know. Like Beggars Night's it's always caveat it's
1: not even a Midwest thing, it's a Des Moines thing. No, it's, it's a not central- even a, it it it's a central thing. It is a central s- Iowa thing. It's an Iowa thing because like no, <laughs> it is it does not extend out to outside of central Iowa as a person okay. from eastern Iowa not a thing this was
0: not a point of my my story my caveat here. anyway but as somebody who sat on on our porch during beggars night last year and had a massive bowl of like multiple pounds of candy and no one came to my front door I was a little devastated so This Susie's in the similar position. You should also note now that Susie mentions that she's got thick thighs and a thicker body and she doesn't talk positively about her body. Okay. Uh And as a thicker woman, girl can relate. Like it's, it happens. I get it. Um, But I'll get more into this a little bit later now back to the cards. Okay. So on this Halloween night, she decides to pull some cards and ask the universe some questions. What question would you ask on Halloween night? given that you've had this experience of getting the devil every single time
1: what are you asking um well hmm i mean i would ask if the devil is going to come but like (laughs) i see what i I see what i didn't mean to do there the delayed moment sorry okay it was not an intended joke um like if you keep seeing that i guess i would ask like is is shit gonna pop off because it's halloween but then i also guess like maybe since it's halloween and she keeps seeing this devil she'll be like am i gonna meet the love of my life and now the cards would be like yes queen so she instead gives up on the love aspect and she's like you know i'm lonely
0: but if i really need anything right now it's to get laid so she asks how can i get laid she holds the card a good
1: bone is he a skeleton
0: Oh my gosh, that would be that would have been hilarious. But no, unfortunately not. She next pulls time. the cards and sees a naked man with a massive muscular body and a head carved like a pumpkin. And it was the devil card. Okay, because you know, this, these tarot cards will have different designs for the photos. Right. Okay. Right. And so then she pulls the next card, which is the lover's card. And then she pulls the last card and she gets the magician. And she jokingly says like, you know, if I perceive this at face value, I would get laid by the devil if I conjured him. Well, <laughs> like, as somebody who cannot read tarot cards and has never tried, um, I would also perceive it the exact same way. So conveniently, she also does a little bit of magic. And one of her spell books just happens to fall off the shelf and flops right open to a love spell. Well, thank God. So like what else is there to do than do the spell, right? you got to do it you got it so she does and of course nothing happens immediately so she thinks which if you remember unhinged we yeah, had a team I've- of women doing maybe life-changing things and then nothing happening and then them being surprised
1: when something happens that's yeah, true was- although in, in fairness to this woman she's just trying to do a spell kind of loosey-goosey out into the world whereas yeah. in unhinged she just knew she had to fuck a door and, and that was the only thing she needed to do. And then she literally did it. So for her to have been surprised by her outcome, a little crazy, little crazy. Um. So she, so a sound
0: comes from her porch and she's like, okay, it's too late for trick or treaters. Maybe this is some teenage tomfoolery happening. Um. But of course she goes out there and no one is at the door, Spooky. but her jack-o'-lantern is missing. Oh, okay. So uh-huh. at this time, I would like, hope to give us a brief history of the jack-o'-lantern. Please.
1: Let's hit the road, jack-o'-lanterns. Um, thank you so much. These are great. That was a good one. <laughs> thank I you. I really <laughs> <liked it. laughs> thanks um thank you also to history.com national geographic and the carnegie museum of natural history which is where i got all of this information um before we get started sarah do you make jack-o'-lanterns and if you do what kind of designs do you go for and if you don't why not um i do uh i have in the
0: past i haven't for many years because you and i worked at local news i never mm-hmm. had halloween off i've never really decorated my place could because have i lived time? in an apartment so the, maybe in more recent years, now that I have a house, maybe I will. But I, I typically do, you know, the stereotypical face. I know people do like crazy designs in the like shallow out parts So it like has dimension to
1: it. I can't do that. I'm not that crafty. Amazing. I'm proud of you for this. Thank I you. think simple is best. I try to make things complicated and it never works out. But I do love a good jack-o'-lantern. I also just really like pumpkin seeds.
0: This won't be the first or the last time we talk about pumpkin seeds in this podcast, this
1: specific episode. That makes me so upset. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about the history of jack-o'-lanterns. Um, much like a very, very, very small percentage of my heritage, the origins of the jack-o'-lantern can be traced back to Ireland and also England and also Scotland.
0: <gasps> oh my gosh, this is meant to be! I
1: know. So, according to Nat Geo, the practice of using round fruits and/or vegetables to <laughs> depict human faces goes back thousands of years. Because um, God and- forbid you don't have a round
0: face. Okay, we can't use any other types of fruit. We only need round. You can have a narrow, like, oval-looking one.
1: Well, actually, not true. Because as we will find, lots of things were used to create jack-o'-lanterns. It didn't even just start out as pumpkins. So, all kinds of shapes. But um, the practice goes back thousands of years in some european celtic cultures um but it took a deeper hold during Samhain, which is this celtic festival um celebrated on november 1st and that has like an eve that has inspired a lot of the halloween traditions that we have in modern day so keep keep that in your noggin. Yeah, um, per my around. sources the practice of decorating jack-o- jack-o'-lanterns originated in ireland in either the 1600s or the 18th century i saw both that's not my fault. I did my best. But anyway, um, around these times, uh, an Irish folktale known as the Legend of Stingy Jack, a.k.a. Jack the Smith, a.k.a. Drunk Jack, a.k.a. Flaky Jack. Uh, a.k.a. Jack the Ripper, a.k.a. JFK, a.k.a. <laughs> the, the artist formerly known as Stingy Jack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this uh, folktale kind of came in popularity in the 18th century and has Done some influencing also in in the use of jack o' lanterns. So according to this legend, stingy it is stingy. When I read it, my eyes wanted to say stinky. <laughs> he could have been stinky. That's not my business. Who knows stingy. how long he was
0: laying out there? You know, jack o' <laughs> lanterns
1: gets. Who could say? Um, Stinchy Jack is just kind of a dude who is a douchebag. Um, In this story, he invites the devil to go out and drink with him, but he doesn't want to pay. So instead, he first convinces the devil to turn into a coin so that Jack could use him to pay for the drinks. He's like, hey, my guy, uh, we could pay for these drinks. But what if you just transformed into a coin and then we pretended to pay? with you and then you can like transform back and we'll technically have these drinks for free. And so the devil's like, yeah, I would love to transform into a coin. And then Jack's like, ha idiot. And he keeps the devil in coin form uh, with help from a silver cross that he had in his pocket. So he just turns the devil into a coin and then keeps him. I have so many problems with this story, but that's okay. Stingy, right? Stingy. Anyway, Jack eventually lets the devil go on the condition that de- the devil won't bother him for a year and won't claim his soul if he dies and the devil's like sure please i don't want to be a coin um i will leave you alone for a year imagine fucking around with the devil yeah, <laughs> like right i just it's the the balls of i assume white men are just really unbelievable oh my gosh imagine being a imagine having the audacity to fuck with the devil like that the, the cockacity as it were to fuck with the devil i could never but anyway so uh It's all good. Jack frees the devil um, and then tricks him again. This time he's like, hey, devil, why don't you climb up that tree and pick some fruit? And I don't know why that worked, but it did. The devil's like, oh, hell yeah, man. I'll go climb up a tree and pick some fruit. And then while he's up there, Jack uh, carves a cross into the bark of the tree so that the devil is stuck in the tree. I mean, I would like to know the Lord Jesus Christ's
0: opinion on this subject because... Look, I'm a Christian woman. I'm not trying to be sacrilegious. But genuinely in this story, if it were real, if if he's just like using Jesus Christ's symbol to keep the devil at bay, like how much is this man going to church? You know, like sure. I'd be I'd like be Jesus knocking on his door and being like, hey, look,
1: I feel a little used in this situation. I would be interested to know. How much somebody canonically known as Stingy Jack may or may not attend church—hard um, <laughs> to say. In any case, the devil wasn't allowed to come down until he promised not to bother Jack for ten more years. Um, well, why put a cap on it?
0: That's like—I keep coming back to that
1: mistake. I mean, maybe it's just kind of fun to fuck with the devil, I guess, but also just make it like a long-term condition. Don't ever bother me, feeling quit wasting everybody's time i don't yeah. know why i'm being so defensive of the devil but whatever. <laughs> anyway eventually jack died and god and the devil were both like you suck so bad you could i <laughs> what i wrote was uh god and the devil decided that he was too much of a jackass but sh- look there's so many opportunities in oh, this podcast anyway all he they were like he's certainly not coming up to heaven and the devil was like this guy is so mean to me i'm not having him be in hell either so he is uh when he dies, not allowed to go either, and is instead left to roam the dark of night with only a burning coal for light to guide him. And I'm so, surprised he even Jack, got the coal. yeah, I know. I think I I think I had read somewhere that the devil felt kind of bad that he was going to have to wander around forever. So he was like, Have this coal IDK. I would be like, You're the worst. I would be like, Nah. <laughs> <You suck. laughs> but in any case, Jack puts that coal in a carved out turnip and has been walking around with it as a lantern ever since amazing so he is forever more known as jack of the lantern which eventually became shortened to jack-o'-lantern oh Um, nice so there's there's one origin that we have is this story about a total asshole okay who is such a dick that even the devil doesn't want him in hell once he dies so he has to roam like earth sadly forever with an ember that he keeps in a turnip that he's carved all right it's okay. okay. That's that's not the whole story of the Jack O' Lantern. That's just the fun story of uh stingy stingy Jack. So keep keep that in your brain. Okay, uh, according to Merriam Webster Dictionary, it was also common to call a man whose name you didn't know Jack, like in 17th century Britain. And uh, night men or like like night watchmen would be known as Jack of the Lanterns or Jack O' Lanterns too. Okay. So there's another origin. Um, I also wanted to pull a fun quote from uh, Nat Geo about a similar but separate phenomenon that is sometimes tied to uh, Stingy Jack's legend. So uh, the story helps explain a phenomenon known as Ignis Fatus, which is a natural phenomenon that occurs in marshlands and bogs, such as those in Ireland's countryside. It yeah. produces flickering lights as gases from decomposing organic matter combust. So, uh, also known as fool's fire, fairy lights, will the wisp, and eventually jack-o'-lanterns that often seem like a floating flame would move away from travelers. Um, that's a quote from, uh, Nathan Mannion, who is a senior curator for Epic, the Irish Immigration Museum in Dublin. So, uh, if you were to try and follow the light, you could go into a sinkhole or a bog or drown. People thought it was Jack of the Lantern, a lost soul or a ghost. Although it was really just like decomposing vegetables, kind of farting out gas and it combusting, which is so silly. It's silly, but
0: at the same time, if you know anything Um, about bogs, like, mm -hmm. terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Like, the fact that they preserve bodies too is... uh,
1: anyway okay go ahead so anyway ireland and in ireland and scotland people use large turnips and potatoes as early canvases to carve out their own versions of jack's lanterns uh to frighten him and or evil spirits away um uh, immigrants brought traditions of carving out these lanterns overseas to america and eventually people figured out that pumpkins which apparently and i didn't know this but apparently are native to america are better for carving it so they didn't even start out on pumpkins it didn't become a pumpkin thing until so the tradition got brought over to america and then we, they're like look we, at these bad boys we colonized another tradition is what you're saying we did and that's bad However, I have seen some pictures on the internet. I do advise you to look up the history of jack-o'-lanterns so you can see this too, of what a carved out turnip looks like. And it's a little, it's spooky. It's a little spooky. Okay.
0: All right. Everybody's assignment is to go look up carved out turnips.
1: I mean, I would do, I would do like history of jack-o'-lanterns and you'll see some of the first ones and they are mm, a little upsetting. The, the, we can all agree that the pumpkin provides a nice canvas. It does. The it does. Jack-o-lantern. It does. So finally, the tradition of jack-o'-lanterns began up in early American literature or like began showing up in early American literature, which made it more popular. So um, Washington Irving's The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, which was first published in the 1820s, but then was republished again in the 1850s, propelled the pumpkin into American culture because the headless horseman in that story chucks an uncarved pumpkin at Ichabod crane. Yeah. Um, jack-o'-lanterns are also written about in nathaniel hawthorne's the great carbuncle and feather and the feather top one is about a scarecrow with a carved pumpkin head so fun um according to cindy ott who is the author of pumpkin a curious history of an american icon the first image of a pumpkin jack-o'-lantern an american, hold on hold on an american icon yeah she's person... an icon she is the moment sorry she, she's everything i will go to her renaissance tour too uh <laughs> yeah so the first image of like the pumpkin jack-o-lantern that we see in decorations and stuff with like triangle eyes and you know a big old smile is it was probably f- based off of one that was first shown in an issue of harper's weekly in 1867 wow influencing at its it, and i will say that for as bad as colonization is Current day pumpkins less scarier than carved out turnips. Look, I'll take it. Um,
0: I'm. Is that your research? That is my research. Thank wow, you for I mean, I loved that story. That was a <laughs> great story. Because now I'm going to corrupt it and make it terrible. Yay!
1: Yay. <laughs> so take left- my folklore and just really,
0: really run it into the ground. This is where you're going to say colonizing is definitely not great um
1: we have taken colonizing to oh, no, For well, the well, record, no. i have never thought colonizing was great
0: <laughs> but yeah proceed. okay so let's teleport back into our story Susie is outside on her porch looking around she's hearing noises she's kind of a little freaked out she's like oh, what's going on she thinks it's in her head you know so she goes back inside shuts the door only to find that her entire house is on fire oh no and a monster is standing there who says finally, you summoned me, which what kind of I mean, you probably have some cues, but could you could you please describe what kind of monster
1: you're thinking right now? I mean, yeah, it's a little it's a little bit scuffed because I know that the book's name is Jack, and I just did a bunch of jack-o'-lantern yes. related stuff. I have to assume it also looks like the do you said the tarot card devil has a pumpkin for a head? He sure does. That, I'm going to just say I don't fully understand, but I imagine he looks just like the card. He sure does. So let yeah. me let me go down this description. So he is a
0: jack-o'-lantern. He's got a big pumpkin head mm-hmm. and it's carved out and it's got like these kind of spooky facial expressions. And there's like a, even a light inside that's burning kind of out of control But the rest of his body is the body of a man. So he's got ripped abs and muscles and hands. And um, for some reason, he's not wearing a shirt, but he's got jeans on. I'm not sure why the devil was like,
1: I need to prioritize here, I guess. Um, But I built a human body and I ran out of time when it got to the head. So I grabbed your. (laughs)
0: <laughs> jack yes and i also just like threw on some jeans some levi's were laying out on the like on the the clothes pins and it was just what i had to work with i'm the headless horseman <laughs> i am the, the headless whole time man. so okay so then he's got these pants that are riding pretty low on his hips and there's a little happy trail you know what color do you think this man has for a little happy trail
1: I have so many bad answers because <laughs> you're not going to get it right. I'm just
0: going to tell you. you right
1: no, I mean, well, my first obvious thoughts are orange and green. Yes. So I was like orange because pumpkin. And then I was like, no, it wouldn't be orange it would be green because stem and leaves. Um, so if it's not the obvious option, I don't know. Are they like, are they like, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say, like, like, made of gold? Like, are they fancy and special? <laughs> no, it's just black hair. So I'm no, like
0: sitting not. here, like, and once you hear more description later, you're going to be like, why did she not go with something a little more creative in that? Just realm? some
1: regular, regular pubes on just this guy. Just regular,
0: regular body hair. So, of course, the bulge in his pants is just massive and she can't <laughs> stop looking at him. So much so he's like, quote, eyes up here, which. Yeah, cool, quit looking at my gourd. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The girl does have the right sense to try and leave, but the metal Most of the common
1: sense anyone's ever displayed in one of these books. So far.
0: So far. <laughs> so far. <laughs> um, but the metal of the door handle was so hot that she couldn't get it open because it's all burning, right? Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. ends up hiding in the pantry and somehow he just appears in the pantry too. I don't know how his magic works. You're gonna find out it's very accommodating. Um <laughs> So of course this is a 50 page monster erotica and it wouldn't be complete if she wasn't already immensely turned on by this no. situation. Instantly
1: the way we all get
0: super um,
1: realistic.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm going to, I want you guys to know first and foremost that I wrote these notes while I was reading it. So at the time, like I was making bullets when I didn't read forward mm-hmm. and for the sake of of not having another name for this guy at this point, uh, we're going to call him Jack because that is the title of the book. I don't think it's far fetched to tell you that he's going to tell her her name. His name is Jack. No creativity in that sense. Sure. Um, okay. So, so I'm also going to tell you something, and I want you to explain the logistics of it for me Oh, okay. and justify it for me. So this guy has a pumpkin head, right? Mm-hmm. To our knowledge, there's no body parts that are like leading into the pumpkin. It's just a fire and a pumpkin. How does he sniff
1: her? Oh, that's tough. I mean, well, it was her, it was, was it her pumpkin. Did it say it was a jack o' lantern? Like, did yeah, it say yeah, it no, no, star? yeah, it was a jack o' lantern. It's got so facial it's, features. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know the magic that makes a jack o' lantern head sniff. But as long as it's carved as something with a face, it at least has a nose to pretend to sniff with.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he sniffs her. And I just was kind of stumped on that one. Uh, So Jack implies that Susie has been waiting for him and he's been somehow watching her. Apparently, like a while back, like two years ago, she accidentally botched another spell that accidentally conjured him, but like didn't open the door fully for him.
1: So he's just been kind of lingering.
0: And in that, that time, things. he
1: lost his head and now he has to replace it with the pumpkin. Again,
0: cannot explain to you the functions of his facial features or bodily features outside of this conjuring. So just, just take saying. it for what it is um but he's been chilling and then finally he's become this half pumpkin half human man and like in this like little monologue he's giving he also just like insults her toys because he's like you've never been satisfied and then he's like with those puny little toys and i'm like okay dude we're sex positive here you don't
1: got to talk that way first of all we're sex positive. positive second of all why are all these men watching all these women masturbate in these books <laughs> I just remember this from the Unhinged book. Thank you for
0: reminding me. The, the parallels between this and Unhinged it are is, just, there's so many. There's so many. But I'm also going to tell you in this masturbation creeping element, mm-hmm. she also ma- secretly masturbates to monster
1: porn. So this oh. is a really ideal situation. Perfect. Well, that really changes like almost all of my perception of it. Now it rules. Continue. Like, you know what?
0: This is actually exactly my kink. Thank you so much. So um, he tells her his name is Jack Um, and they're still in this pantry. And again, I want everybody to just visualize that he's telling her these things while he's got this jack-o'-lantern head on and like in a he, pantry. Like, yeah, in a pantry. And then he like claps his hands and it turns into a room full of candles. So please enjoy this quote, Mm -hmm. as I tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, Quote, she looked at him, golden and glorious in the magical candlelight, that body so out of her league, that monstrous head so out of this world, and that bulge completely out of proportion, end quote.
1: (laughs) It it was six feet long. (laughs) We haven't seen it yet, it's just the bulge. Um, yeah which, just the bulge it was six it was it was so out of proportion or it was minuscule and, out and of I proportion wanna, on the other side of the scale <laughs> as a thick
0: girl i'm required to say girl don't tell don't tell the reader that his body is out of your league that's ridiculous no um all bodies are important mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so what do you think she sees and i'm gonna tell you right now you're not gonna know but what do you think <laughs> she sees when he drops his pants
1: I mean, I made a very funny joke about gourds earlier. I want it to be an eggplant so bad. (laughs) Look, I would love it to be, but his penis is in fact orange. His penis
0: is orange and it's- Orange with black pubes? That's
1: terrible. I'm sorry. That's body shaming. I would like to check myself. That is body shaming. That was very rude. I take that back. Shame Um, on me.
0: And again I want to emphasize I wrote these notes while I was reading. So at this point I wrote down I can only hope that now when she gives oral sex it will taste like candy corn. And then the next the next bullet point I wrote oh, no. I wrote the previous sentence before I read any further which then answered my question. Wow, awesome. <laughs> Would you
1: like to guess what he tastes like? I hope it's candy corn. <laughs> Enjoy this direct not, If not, my second runner-up is pumpkin spice latte. Proceed.
0: (laughs) Well, your second runner-up is correct because this is the quote. Quote, he tasted like pumpkin spice syrup, only with a sharper tang, more ginger, less sweetness. Imagine a society, I just want you to think about this. Imagine a society if this was reality. Like the amount of women that, or, you know, anybody who's attracted to a male presenting body Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, experiencing oral sex, if that's what it tasted like. Truly wild. I just feel like we would live in a very different society if that was true. I believe that as well. Unfortunately, it is not. Unfortunately, it's not. So she even says to him, you taste like Halloween, which girl, don't give him all your cards. Like don't show all your cards for
1: Halloween.
0: (laughs) This is is Halloween. Halloween. This is Halloween. Okay. Anyway, so... I I don't know. Here's some more description of his penis. Please enjoy. I can't can't wait. His penis is also the almost as large as her forearm. Oh, out of proportion is correct. It sure is. It also has five horizontal ridges that run around it. So imagine like the four pleasure or for her pleasure ribbed condoms. Sure. You know, like that it's circular. It's not like up and down okay okay Right. so this is really for her pleasure and would you like to guess how many balls he has
1: (laughs) i didn't assume it would be more or less than two
0: (laughs) it is in fact four (laughs) and the excuse is why (laughs) the more balls the more seed okay the more of this magical um pumpkin spice latte taste well I had also forgotten about her pregnancy trigger warning. <laughs> oh, trust me. I'm so glad you remembered that. Um, oh. It will come back up. Oh, so, boy, somehow she's able to give him oral sex and attributes it to his, quote, Halloween magic. Which, this Ooh. isn't the first or the last time I'm going to say Halloween magic. Oh. Um, we all have a little bit of Halloween magic inside of us. We all do. Uh, I hope not, not as much as her, but we all Not agree. as much as her. So then he takes her to the parlor after the oral sex is finished. Um, he takes her to the parlor of her house and then claps to make it into another room full of candles with a nice plush red carpet. So I'm not sure why we had to leave the first room full of it's candles. Just room but, after room of candles. <laughs> so, but apparently he said this room smells more like his magic, so it's better for him. Um, and then he claps and all of her clothes come off. And of course, Amazing. she's super self-conscious about, and this is her wording, her saggy boobs and her cellulite. Aww. And like, yes, this is a story of another self-conscious thick girl who gets confidence because a stereotypical ja- jacked guy, which I said, pun intended, uh, lo- <laughs> she only gets confidence because this stereotypical, attractive, jacked guy like loves her body. Okay. And that is a trope I absolutely cannot stand. Yeah. Um, so I want you to now picture... This next scene. All right, I'm gonna give you another direct quote.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: "Quote: A sudden slurping noise came from." <laughs> <I'm> so <sorry. laughs> I had multiple moments last night where I stopped and I was like, "What am I doing? I have multiple degrees wow. in communication, and this loved- is worth well." The good news is that I don't have multiple, so it's fine. We balance <laughs> like, out. Like I have multiple degrees in communication, and I don't know how to properly compute
1: this information yeah I you must have failed smut reading out loud class in college <laughs> okay so okay okay and that's not to say I'm not trying to say that
0: I am better educated than anybody I'm just saying that like sometimes my brain just like can't compute things at all and I'm like mm. I don't know how I even got through high school so this is awesome
1: okay are you ready for this strike? <laughs> I'm as ready as I can be Given the circumstances.
0: Quote, a sudden slurping noise came from his carved mouth and a tongue emerged. A red, long, meaty monstrosity that was more like a muscular tentacle than a tongue.
1: End quote. Now look, just because I didn't enjoy it doesn't mean (laughs) it's bad. Because again, she likes monster porn. She sure does.
0: And look, when you hear what this tongue can do... You're gonna be, you're gonna understand that this is a body created for women. It's like, yeah, they, it's like when we did Ice Planet Barbarians and the yes. whole body was like made for a woman's pleasure. Yes, absolutely. 100% cooey's 100% of the time. But again, I wanna emphasize that this man has no lips, no lippy lips. And so when he puts his tongue in her mouth, <laughs> I just, the visual. It, you're kissing a pumpkin. You're, you literally just have your mouth open and there's just a carved pumpkin mouth against yours so anyway he stops that nonsense and then he goes down on her so um and then not long after that they start having um like penetrative you know Uh intercourse uh okay so i should now mention that when he growls his penis vibrates first of all you had not mentioned that he growls period so that's something i would like to talk about (laughs) if you read any romance you know that growling is referenced and a lot of people are like how does that even sound or go like i don't even understand how somebody would do that naturally and it not sound ridiculous um but this is also jack-o'-lantern devil smut so i feel like i don't need to explain this yeah, um, i think i think it explains itself go on so then when it's over with instead of the air smelling like sex and sweat it actually smells like cinnamon and ginger which like mm. i was hoping could do
1: a- <laughs> i smell sex and candy yeah. <laughs> no um
0: <laughs> honestly Close, I, was, though. I was waiting for candy corn to be at all mentioned in this and it is not and I am very upset about that. So they spoon and they're like very intimate, which he came off really abrasive and aggressive at first. So now that they're spooning, it's just very awkward to me. But she, she literally asks him, why do you like me? And I just didn't know that we were in the seventh grade, but I guess here we are. So this man responds, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't, I'm not a scientist. I don't know how attraction works. <laughs> like completely kind of, disregards her comment and then he starts complimenting her and then Mm. she obviously you know kind of like tamps him down and is like you know i'm not i'm not that cute i'm not that attractive and he does the whole i'm not putting up with you talking bad about yourself you know and compliments all of the quote-unquote bad things that she feels about herself and is like i love your you know softness and i love your stretch marks and all these things right and then he literally says, quote, let's not forget about your more important traits and then starts talking about her personality. <laughs> Yay. I've been low-key stalking you for two years because you summoned me and didn't finish the work. Summoning and so now me? I've just been watching you for two years and I know your heart. Insolid yeah i just know enough. everything about you uh, so after this lovely speech in which he low-key says that like he's in love with her um he claps his hand and a bed appears with some
1: lube and more candles just probably See, Sarah, here's the thing about clapping you get annoyed but one of these times the room <laughs> around you will transform and be full of <laughs> candles
0: uh, <clears throat> i highly doubt that um you but don't know we can it never happens. No. The day it happens, I will shut up and never argue about your clapping ever again. They proceed to have anal sex. And now I want to know how you would feel if a man kept talking about his, quote, magical pumpkin lube. Is it homemade? Is it organic? Is it all natural? I don't
1: know. I have a lot of questions. Would well, that- it's just its just that in my... Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Were you gonna say in my humble opinion?
1: No, I was gonna say in my experience, most people didn't have their own like self-generated lube. And so like I don't, I look no, I no, no, no. This is bottled. Like, this isn't like
0: his body is not producing this. This is bottled lube that he has made manually. Oh, worse. it's worse. <laughs> and he has made it, he tells her with Susie in
1: mind. He's like, I made it with you in mind. He's what, just like, there's some glitter in there for effect. It looks magical. It like glows in the dark a little. This is the skin of a killer, Bella. This is the skin of a killer. <laughs> it, it smells like uh, pumpkin spice.
0: And I'll also mention now, because we did get into the growling, that he does hum while he's having sex with her. A little jingle. Oh. Just a little
1: any, any jingle in particular? Do we no. need to find out? or no? no. No, it's literally got no point.
0: <laughs> All right, cool. Um, after Just they're do, do, done. Do, do, do. Literally. Doing my
1: business.
0: Um, so after they're done and she goes to the bathroom and he actually claps her hand and she appears in the bathroom to take care of her knees, which is very convenient. Um, yes. She's convinced that he's going to leave while she's in the bathroom. And she's like, if Jack leaves now... I can never be happy in a relationship and oh. in sex. Like I, oh, it's been the best thing I've ever had. I could not live without him. Right, sure. and he like appears in the mirror and is like, "Why are you making me wait for you, bitch?" <laughs> he doesn't say that direct quote, but can he's you like, "Imagine the jump scares." <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> any questions of abandonment have now gone through the window.
1: Um, yeah, so- he's in fact watching you. <laughs>
0: They now have a magical bath and it is literally magical because uh, it helps take away all of her sore spots and pain from taking his forearm of a penis. Uh Um, That's good. And she finds out that her spell will only hold for one night. And after that, he will be a pumpkin once more, which I find a, a great Cinderella
1: reference. So, yeah, that is a great Cinderella reference. I agree.
0: So what do you think would be required of her to keep him and for him to stay in the real world? What do you think would have to happen?
1: of some kind of sacrifice like you you if you give up your powers you maybe he'll stay I don't know um what does she have to sacrifice I don't know her this well <laughs> well you you're the one that used the word sacrifice I, I did said, that's what true. Did she to do.
0: So what I mean you some do, people uh, may
1: see this as a sacrifice. More magic? Another spell?
0: Uh she has to be bred by him. Because oh, I, not what I would have thought at all. A baby would make an unbreakable bond. So she has, and she would also be made immortal if she got pregnant with the baby. So they would live forever and ever and ever.
1: Trap, Trap ever. that man with an infant. This is messed up. Well, he <laughs> wants her
0: to have a baby. He's like, I actually have thought about settling down. I think it would be a really <laughs> <I've>, great
1: <laughs> We've spoken for. A couple hours maybe, but probably not because we're mostly doing physical activity. Yes. Um, and I want you to know that I can't see my life without you. And so I would like to get you pregnant immediately.
0: And <laughs> I had a moment when I was reading this where I thought, didn't they already just have unprotected sex in literally every hole they could possibly do it? Um, but Jack answers this by saying, Um, before you only got the juice without the seed, but this time I can give oh. you the full mix. And that's oh. a direct quote. Imagine, Great. A t- <laughs> imagine a man telling you you just got the juice before without the seed you but this time, just got the juice before this time i can give you the full mix
1: mm.
0: like, <laughs> i feel like you're at the bar and you're like Great. hey is that like a margarita mix or are you gonna like you know what i mean and it's like <laughs> you're getting the full mix now so then uh, i just keep ooh. thinking I I don't believe they ever talk about the seed actually including pumpkin seeds, but I have to believe, I have to believe in my heart of hearts that they are pumpkin seeds. If nothing else, the semen
1: don't look like semen. They just look like tiny pumpkin seeds.
0: So Layla, I am telling you right now that we are now collaborators on this book and I have now added this element into the book. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so to no one's surprise she agrees and the next time they have sex she kisses his carved mouth which still hard for me but go on and while he's penetrating her he does give her oral sex by making his tongue grow longer oh to reach
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> sure. again
0: i want to emphasize just when you think this couldn't get wilder
1: it gets wilder Look, and, and it- she loves it because she, again, it. she loves monster porn so keep that in mind don't yuck her yum. no absolutely not so when they get done having
0: sex um she he's like well if i'm still here by the morning it means you're pregnant if i'm what not a crazy
1: pregnancy test
0: <laughs> we're gonna get a little pumpkin patch full of uh little ones all running around here so oh, before man. but then he, he's like if it doesn't work you can summon me again, and we can try again. Oh, like,
1: okay. I didn't know that so was possible. <laughs> there are no consequences to the. There's no summon him every day, and then don't summon him when he's being annoying. <laughs> yes, literally. So
0: after they fall asleep, after this, which I didn't know pumpkins could fall asleep or they would need to fall asleep. But in really I- interesting. Closing your eyes, I suppose. When you're a pumpkin, yeah. Um, like just like she talks about the light dimming after sex, like. Not being as hot, you know? But, like, I'm questioning, does the light just go out? Because wouldn't that mean you're dead? Exactly. Or is it just, like, really, really,
1: really faint? It's a lot of questions. Okay, anyway. It's like a pilot light.
0: (laughs) (laughs) After this, the, the chapter ends, and it is the epilogue next. Would you
1: like to guess how it ends? Well, most assuredly they have. She's got his seed, pun intended. Like, most certainly they have a child. Or maybe it didn't. If, if it doesn't work the first time, they try it again. Like, <laughs> to
0: get, like, I just assume it worked. <laughs> they are now living in a lovely cottage, and she is very pregnant. And she tells him how, at one point, like, when he was trying to persuade her to have his baby, he had said, like, you're never going to want for anything. Like, you're going to have everything you need. Like, well, you'll be well provided for. And she had tells him in this epilogue, you have told me how, like, well provided I'd be cared for, you know, like, all this stuff. We need to learn to give back, um, and because we just have so much good in our lives right here. So <laughs> I've been trying to keep this so serious, and, and how you much know... time has passed? Well, now it's been a couple of months, I guess. Well, and we don't know how long it takes to be pregnant with a pumpkin. That's baby. true. Is this regular rules? Or is it Twilight don't rules? Know if, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be like nine months
1: or if it needs to be more developed. Because I can only assume the next morning she looked a few months pregnant. Yeah. Well, okay. So she he's like,
0: all right, all right, I'll, we'll give back. And he sits down on like the little porch rocking chair and uh-huh. she begins to give him a hand job. And right before he finishes, she pulls out a bowl and she brings the contents over to some jars labeled, quote, sorry, (laughs) organic pumpkin syrup contains monster semen drink responsibly.
1: But why? Because it tastes so good. (laughs) But why are we, and we're giving back and what, how is this giving back? I don't but understand. Everybody
0: can drink the amazing taste guess pumpkin guess. spice
1: syrup. I guess it's giving, Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> You're like trying to validate it so hard. Yeah, I, I <clears throat> no. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to make it make sense. I'm trying so hard to understand. I'm trying so hard to think of how that's generous for people. I will say that it's generous to a very specific community of other people who also like monster porn. So at one
0: point, I thought it was definitely going to be his homemade. Right, I was like, this is how he makes his his uh uh, lube. His magic. I was I was a little disappointed that it wasn't that. Um, but that is the end of our story. Do you have any final
1: thoughts or concerns? or concerns? I don't think my brain will ever think again if we're being really honest. <laughs> what a trip. Yeah. What a it trip. was a trip. Um, and with
0: that said, we're going to go through our scoring. <laughs> I have to say, I feel like we can do a diversity score. And I'm going to give it, like, I'm personally going to give it a three because we did have a woman who is curvy
1: in it um
0: and, and you know what? also no, we're gonna pop it down to no it's we hard a pumpkin, right man we have a pumpkin man i can't
1: well and also i was thinking from diversity from the perspective of um like sh- she has interest in monster porn yeah, and so in mean, that way that's diverse that's there's not like it. racial diversity no but no, there no. is interest diversity but i wouldn't yeah. rate it super super high either I-, I was between a two and a three what uh, are you going with 2.5
0: Wow, okay. Um plot. What are you giving it? Because I am definitely giving it a one on the plot scale. Look, there was no plot. There was no plot. And every point of the plot was easily excused
1: as like that's well, you can
0: just summon me again and we'll just keep working at it.
1: There was almost plot, but then there wasn't. So I guess I'll give it I will give it a two for plot. It's not what we were here for anyway. So it's fine. But I'm going to give it
0: a five for smut. Um this for is, sure. we're maxing out. Like I feel like this is if you guys I I I want to emphasize I did not give graphic description because I'm not sure if everybody wants to sign up for graphic description of what I read, but it was pretty graphic and it yeah, was for sure purely sex. Um so what would you what would you like to give it?
1: Hmm. What do I want to give it? I mean I, I'm going to give it a four. I think Ooh. I enjoy a little more, like, it's hard to request something a little more realistic. I like when there's more conversation between the people and it's realistic from the perspective of, like, how they're interacting with each other. Yes. And, I know. And being generous with your pumpkin seed is not, I don't know. I was just going to give it a four. <laughs> All right. I'm having a great time and my brain hurts and it's getting bored.
0: Okay. I have put a link in here. Do you want to click on it and tell us what the um,
1: cover of the book looks like? Well, (laughs) if that isn't an absolutely ripped white man's torso with a very happy looking, very run of the mill jack-o'-lantern head on fire on top. It is exactly what you think this man looks like. Yeah. So it's the, there's like some kind of like uh i don't know cloudy nighttime sky happening in the background a little bit it's mostly just a dark cover um i don't know if this will help anybody but if you've carved jack-o-lanterns the pattern we've got is like uh down pointing triangle eyes upward pointing triangle nose and a smile with like kind of square chunky teeth like very stereotypical jack-o-lantern face very happy um, big old smile on this guy. And the jack-o'-lantern is just kind of encapsulated in flames for, that's not how I was envisioning it, but it's good for some people. Um, and then, yeah, it's just like a, like a ripped white dude's body. And he does have some low pants. Cause you can see his little, yeah, that little line. And I suppose I'll tell you that Jack is written on the cover in spooky font, but it's, it's, it's white. So like- it also kind of looks like cum font. <laughs> I will also tell you that Jack is like got that drippy
0: goo kind of font. That's like goosebumps. Yeah. Um, yeah, you Goosebumps know this t- font is
1: a good way yes. to describe it.
0: And then on the bottom, it says Halloween monster erotica. It so. is, and it is. And <clears throat> I can't thank Layla enough for it. So what are you going to give the cover? I'm giving it a four because it is almost everything I wanted, but it's almost a little too on the nose. You know, I wanted something a little like, I mean, it could have been really outlandish. I want to be
1: reasonable about, The author's ability to create art. Oh yeah, for their page. So with that in mind, I will give it a four. But what I would love in my dream, for the repub for the special edition, okay, for the hard for the hardcover is like a, a little more cartoony, so that you can do like a weird little tongue in there and like a spookier looking face. Like I assume that the process was how I would if you were like hope, please Photoshop me. A cover for this book what I would do is find the body of a hunky man delete out his head find a picture of a jack-o'-lantern put it on top and then find some flame yes. effects and add it to a pumpkin in this way which is perfect so I would just like if we had a graphics budget in a team I would animate it more and make it look scarier because it's just like a re- the pumpkin's yeah. like a little too happy <laughs> for me for yeah my it's not taste in pumpkin men if we're supposed to be menacing here, I would want
0: it a little creepier. But look, that comes out to a 65% for me and a 62.5% for you. And look, that you know, for 50 pages of Halloween jack-o'-lantern smut, it's I'll take good. it. Um, to finish us off, what is your say smut
1: moment from what the book? is isn't my say smut moment? Holy guacamole. The whole thing was just a roller coaster of what? Um, mm. I don't know how to pick. I don't know how to pick. what
0: well, um, would, would it help if I went first? While you yeah, thought? go ahead.
1: What would you, what really of all of these things?
0: You're gonna think I'm ridiculous. I can't wait. But the fact that he they were kissing
1: at points was like really upsetting. To me. <laughs> it is so funny, especially <laughs> oh, if you look up the cover of the book to imagine this like big square gaping Man, her- teeth mouth kisses how do you even kiss
0: it like i just don't understand but on top of that the fact that he custom made
1: lubricant oh yeah he did make custom magic lube and i feel like i didn't get enough detail about the way in which it was magic
0: (laughs) and my third and final not actual final but i will say final for this segment um Mm. is the four
1: balls oh yeah why unnecessary here's my what the smut actually i'm glad that you went first Because I had forgotten about this and now it's back in my head and it's crazy. My what this is when this dude was like, you just had my de-seeded juices before. (laughs) That's a scam. He's lying to you. (laughs) We don't believe him. Never believe the man. No. First of all, I don't believe him. And it doesn't
0: matter. Use a condom. (laughs) Please use a condom. Even the door used a condom.
1: Come on. Yeah. I mean, once you were trying to be with child, totally chill. Don't worry about yeah. that condom. Throw it off. Get it get rid of it. But like, <laughs> don't trust a man who don't trust a pumpkin headed man who tells you that he's just gonna give you his juices without any of the seeds, because that's not true. It's not safe. It's absolutely not.
0: Are there any other what the smut moments you want to... I mean, again, the whole book. The whole book. No, this was one that it was like, I want to know what everybody else's is. So maybe I'll put like a a question on our social that's like... I will say the epilogue
1: threw me for a big loop because I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. No, I did read the epilogue twice just to make sure I understood fully.
0: Um yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I want we wanna know what your guys' uh say smut moment was because this had a lot of them. Um you can find us if you so choose on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at, at Say Smut Podcast. We are almost at a thousand on TikTok, which is kind of incredible because we just kind of post memes and clip it clips yes. from our, so thank you. Um, And additionally, we would love to hear your book recommendations. Thank I do you. have a roster and I'm always adding to it. So send them the, our way via email at say smut at gmail.com. And Hey, we'll have a wonderful start to your yes. spooky season.
1: Yes. I hope this frightened you into using protection at least a little bit until such a time as you've decided that you would like to have pumpkin kids with your pumpkin love
0: yeah and don't be a jack off this season you know don't be a jack off this season too spooky too spooky all right bye, bye.